I was walking down the beach the other day in Cape Hatteras, North Carolina, and I was with my kids and we were shelling. It's something that you do when you're a beach person and you live at the beach and you vacation at the beach. I'm sure most of you can relate that you're gonna pick up a shell every time you go to the beach and bring it home and throw it in your shell basket. And I was reminded of something that happened when my two oldest were younger and my littlest reminded me of this when we were walking on the beach. And he brought me this broken shell and something else that was odd that wasn't really anything you're used to finding on the beach. It was a rock, but it was almost like cement. And I said, oh, thank you. It's so, they're so pretty. Thank you for getting these for me. He's like, you're welcome, mommy. And such innocence in giving me these things. And I remembered when my oldest used to do the same thing and they would bring me these broken shells and I would think, why do they always pick up the broken ones and bring me these broken shells? Like I want the, the full shells where, you know, why are you guys picking up these? I didn't ask them that, but it was just something that I wondered, like what, what do they see in this particular shell that made them want to give it to mommy and thought it was beautiful? And they continue to do this. They're, they have always done this. They don't always pick up the full shells. And it had me contemplating when they were younger, what is it, you know, what is it that they're seeing? What, uh, what is beautiful about this to them? Is it the colors? And how did this one catch their eye? And I tried to shift my perspective to a more simple perspective and actually a more accepting perspective because I thought, well, I'm going to save all these shells because my kids gave them to me because they were trying to do something sweet. And as I started to collect these shells, and it wasn't just shells, it was like the random pine cone on the beach or something like that. Or, I mean, I've even found a guitar pick on the beach that says Johnny Cash on it and little, little, little surprises that you find on the beach or pieces that must have been off of a ship and little treasures. And when my youngest started giving me these shells the other week, I thought he's doing the same thing they did. And, you know, he must see something that is beautiful on this shell and that he wants to gift it to me. And of course, my mind always parallels it to something philosophical and how, why is something being triggered in my heart and my brain to think about this on a different level? And I thought broken is still beautiful and there are still beautiful things to see in something that is broken. And I believe it's in Japanese culture that if something breaks, such as, let's say, a vase, a vase, then they will put it back together and they will fill the cracks with gold because 
broken is beautiful and when you fill the cracks with gold it brightens the vase up again and it's this beautiful piece of artwork even though it was once broken it's now put back together and that is how it is we've all had times in life when we've been broken and there is something beautiful that comes out of the grief and madness and distress that you feel when you're in this broken space and there's so much room for growth and contemplation and there's almost too much it feels like when you're in a broken place where you're having to learn things at what feels like a rapid rate and you start to learn how strong you are and that you're capable of feeling so much more than you thought you were capable of feeling and you just get cracked wide open no pun intended and the light creeps in the gold creeps in and when you put yourself back together because inevitably step by step we end up putting ourselves back together and we will never be the same again after certain experiences there's always the before this happened and the after this happened and the after result can be such an awesome thing if we choose to shift our perspective on what has gone on and realize that certain things wouldn't have come to fruition and that all things are meant to teach us these lessons about ourselves and life and how we're going to relate to the world around us and how our story begins to become a beacon of hope for somebody else that's possibly going through something similar and that your broken pieces are some of your most beautiful and intricate parts of you and your life and the struggles that shape us make us more compassionate and empathetic to, to the people around us and that is a beautiful thing and something as simple as walking on the beach that brings this type of enlightenment and that your children and anyone but our children are some of the greatest teachers that we could ever have i think that everyone would have to agree that children have taught them lessons in life and even if it's something simple as bringing you broken shells out of love and a completely different perception of what they feel beauty is and that is amazing before they're jaded by well that's broken I don't want that that's broken no I mean obviously I did not say that because I would never say that I would say thank you it's so beautiful but unfortunately in your head you're you can think things like oh this is broken but now it's different and I think this is beautiful that they're bringing me this and I love that when I see something broken and I've made a point to pick up things little pieces of shells that are pretty colors or have a smooth texture or something different and they're not absolutely perfectly shaped shells that they're pieces of beautiful shells 
and that they're beautiful on their own and that they symbolize something for me now. And I believe that when we shift our perspective and we learn how to see the beauty in all things, the things that we perceive as negative or broken, there is beauty. And I believe there was a song called There's Beauty in the Breakdown. And it's very true. There's so much beauty in the breakdown and the putting back together. So maybe next time you're walking on the beach, you pick up some broken shells and you think about your broken pieces and how they have helped to shape you and how there is beauty all around us at all times. Hope you have a wonderful day. Bye. Hey everybody. So as we close this week, I hope that we have been doing some work. I know that I have been trying to pay attention to a lot of issues going on, and I'm sure most of you have too. And the truth is, we've got a lot of stuff going on right now in our country, and we have a lot of work to do. And the problem is that I think a lot of people that I know and love are in denial about certain things. And I'm sorry, but I know I have been too. And I think it's important that we have these conversations because the conversations are difficult and they are not conversations that we want to have. And we should feel uncomfortable right now. White people should feel uncomfortable with shit right now. And if you don't feel uncomfortable and if you're just like not going to just not going to get involved and you're just gonna stay on the sidelines and you're gonna keep the same views that you have been taught, we have been taught, that we have been raised in, that we don't even realize some of us have been raised in this entire system. And it hasn't affected us personally. And we may not know someone who it has affected personally. So therefore, we just gonna, we're just gonna keep our mouths shut and we're gonna say, this, well, this person, let's say it's a, it's a black woman or, or someone who is, who sounds like they kind of understand the white man's point of view. Get it, great. We have our little excuses that we can come up with. Or we can maybe change our mind about some things and maybe do some fucking work and pick up a goddamn book and pick up and follow a new person on social media that isn't hell-bent 
on making us feel comfortable about the decisions that have been made in the past. Yeah, you can say, oh, these things happened in the past, get over it, move on. But the thing is, it's not all in the past. It does keep happening. Yes, do we? some of us have black friends and grew up in black neighborhoods and predominantly black neighborhoods and feel that we don't owe anybody anything? It's not about owing anyone anything except paying attention and thinking about decisions that are that we've made, the things that we say, the way that we're structured, the way that we use our business platforms. And I have been listening and I am seeing that it's not just enough to make the I am I stand with you post but that's all I'm gonna say because that is really uh, bullshit and if we really really want to show support then we really really need to educate ourselves and we can't educate ourselves if we've closed our mind off and said I'm not a racist okay supposed to be anti-racism okay that's a new framework that's a new phrase for white people okay and anti-racist okay uh people of color okay that's that's been around for a while we we kind of heard that a, a bit um uh all lives matter no kidding that is not the message that all lives do not matter and if you continue to miss the point and continue to say that all lives matter then you are like a child missing the point because they want something so badly to be what they want it to be and be untrue or be true and untrue <laughs> well, we, well we that's not the case we're not racist well okay so have you gone and done some work and paid attention as to why this topic is even being brought up in the first place have you been watching have you read a novel or followed an anti-racist platform so you can figure out what it is that we're missing because we're missing something and yes all lives matter but you have been hearing it over and over again we have been hearing it all over and over again all lives matter cannot matter until black lives matter and if you want to miss the whole sentiment the whole movement and stay stuck in your ways and I don't care if we have a couple of uh, black friends and whatever that's not that's not enough that sounds like the token black guy in a movie ridiculous things need to change and are black people and protesters okay with destruction of property no but their point is, is property can be replaced, not a life. And I don't care if it's a criminal or not. If that was your white male family member who had your child, who was the father of your child, who was your son, and you saw the life get sucked out of him by the knee of a ruthless cop staring at a camera, I guarantee you'd be up in arms and enraged by it. Especially if it were a black cop on your white person's neck. So if you wanna be all PC and not say anything and you wanna not get a little bit upset about it, fine. 
that's a problem. But I know that I'm not gonna just sit here and not educate myself. Because I need to, because I am ignorant. Even if I thought I was informed, even if I thought that I wasn't racist, I need to pay attention because that's what we do. That's how we grow as a society. That's how we grow as people. So yeah, we can stay silent. We can choose to keep our platforms on media quiet. Or we can rage against the damn machine that's been, we've been inundated with a structure and we've been duped by things that were set in place hundreds of year, 100 years ago. We're a different society now. People need to be allotted the same opportunities and not feel stuck. If things were okay, why were red lines created? If you don't know what red lines are, go look it up. I just learned about it. If everything was okay, why are we now seeing people raging? You say that someone taking a knee at a football game during the national anthem, that was a peaceful protest. Up in arms, oh God. But we didn't listen, did we? No, we didn't listen. We sat there and people were they were enraged by the wrong fucking thing. The wrong thing. And if you're one of those people and you're enraged by that, you need to reassess. Period. Reassess. Rethink about what it is you're talking about. And the people that are not wanting to reassess and you're listening to me going, oh, she got caught. She got, they got her. They got her. They got her thinking about what, the, what, um, they, they, what they're saying, oh, they got her. Oh, she's she's jumped on the bandwagon. You goddamn right, I did. Because it needs to be done, and we have a lot of work to do. Have you had to have a conversation with your child? I'm not talking about mixed race families either. As a white parent, have you ever had to have a conversation with your child? That, you, that their skin color is different and that they may have to encounter certain things in this lifetime due to the color of their skin? Have you? Because we were taught not to see color and now it's done and, and that was an effort in, in a way for people to try to treat each other equally. That was, that was the effort. But the reality of it is, is that we are different colors and that we do have different societal norms. We have different socioeconomic backgrounds. Yes, there are people of every race and color in every type of socioeconomic background. Um, you can make all the arguments you want. You can say all sorts of black on black crime and yes uh, name a bunch of statistics but if you are not willing to listen to a community that is clearly in pain right now 
whether or not everybody has the same genuine feeling about this or not, there are people that are genuinely in a fight right now to be heard for reasons that many of us have not even begun to look at. For many reasons that we haven't even begun to explore. We haven't had to. We haven't had to. And now we're given the chance to reframe and re a redo. We're gonna have a damn redo. And it's important that we acknowledge that and that we acknowledge the the reasoning and have these conversations and have these healthier debates with our loved ones and discuss these issues and if it's making people angry and uncomfortable it's because it's making us think and it's making us have to change and we don't want to change for whatever reason whether it's you know we think that you know now the white man's going to be oppressed or now oh you just want they uh they are just looking for a handout or whatever it is that you can come up with that is a racial comment is wrong it's wrong and we're all guilty of it we may not even realize that we are we may not even realize that we are it is something that we just need to give some time to we need to give some time to this topic and find out and not not asking our yes we can have conversations with our black friends but in reality that is very white of us can you just tell me what it is that i'm supposed to do and say because i really don't know i don't really know how i'm racist but i guess i must be i'm really ignorant about it how do I speak to you? How do I speak to your people? All right, white. How about we pick up a black novelist? We follow new people. We have to do the work. We can't have the work done for us. And you'll keep seeing that. When you follow a, a new per, a person, a person of color, in a black or a black person, you're going to hear things that are feeling anti-white because, but that's not the point. The point is, is that the work, work cannot be done for us. That is what is being told that we're not going to hear here. Let's give you the anti-racist, anti-systematic um, racism, um, on a platter hear exactly what you're supposed to say and here's exactly what's going to make us feel comfortable it's not going to be like this quick fix it's going to be a new way of thinking and if we can't do a new way of thinking then we are doomed if we can't think about what we need to do and do work on our own then that's a problem and i know a lot of people that I have sat and I've listened to and I, and I hear you and I see you having been raised in a predominantly white community 
and we have been given certain things. We have been taught to treat everybody equally and, you know, we do not think that anybody should get anything without working for it and all of that. And that is not what's being asked of us. We're not, we're not, I think that everybody just needs, to, that is kind of wondering why this is going on and why these things are being said and why we are being called out to use our platforms for a certain reason and really understand what the message is because if we don't understand what the message is we really are hell-bent on missing the point of what is going on right now and we're not and like I said before, if you pay attention, no one is condoning property damage and no one is condoning violence during protest. That's not, that's not the situation at hand. They're telling you if this angers you more than the loss of a human being... in the way that a human being is disposable is not bothering you the way that it should and property damage is bothering you yes we all want peace love and happiness we all want to be happy we all want the light to drive out the dark but i'm sorry to say it we're in the dark right now and no the great martin luther king he did say that and you know what riot is the the language of the unheard not that riot is condoned. The point is, is when someone's not listening to you, I don't care who it is, and they're not hearing what you're saying, you get mad, right? Now, imagine not being heard and continued behavior of the person that is considered higher in the um the food chain is just kind of okay 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 yeah woo you're gonna get mad but right now yes the light does drive out the dark and love always wins but you know what love can't win until you explore the dark shit just like in a relationship if you have a relationship and you go through dark times. You have to go into those dark times. And you damn sure better work them out. And then that's when love prevails. Not Love is not always rainbows and fucking butterflies. You put in the work. Just like we need to put in the work for our fellow human beings. So that a, a person of color and a black human being does not feel like they are unheard. And they are not cared about. Period. So I, I'm asking, it's okay. So I'm asking the people I know to just try it. Just try something a little bit different. Stop posting, you know, the destruction of property, which is wrong, however, and just listen. Because as I'm listening, I feel stupid. 
I feel ignorant. I feel like what a privilege it has been to be a white human being. And yes, I have family that has pulled themselves out of low socioeconomic backgrounds and become and work their asses off to get where they are today. Just like everybody else. Was there white privilege involved in that? I don't know, was there? We have to ask ourselves these questions and we have to find out some, some new answers. Because if you wanna just stay set in your ways, that is stunting your growth and our growth as a society. So if we can listen and we can pay attention to what is actually being said without cutting it off when it starts to get uncomfortable and we don't want to hear it, we're like, oh man, that is not how I am. Or that is not how it is. Well, you know what? We have to shut up and listen. Period. One of my favorite people says, we say to each other, listen to, with the intent do not listen with the intent to reply. Just listen. So many people listen with the intent to reply that they miss the point completely and they just fire back with their egos and with what they already know and what they what they think is right. And that does and that's and I'm not saying that that's wrong because it's hard. It's hard to like go, "Okay, I'm going to watch this and I may not agree with all of it." But damn, I have to watch this because I need to know what's going on in another race's mind. And I need to see the things that are making me uncomfortable without making excuses for the uh, oppressor or for the police officer. You know, this person was a criminal, so therefore he deserved to die. If you have ever had an inkling of compassion in your body for human beings. That's not how it should be. We should be thinking like whether or not you think this person was a criminal or not. We are not the ones who get to decide who's going to die over a crime. What do, what, how do you, what, what's the crime? You know, this person's stealing or trying to feed their family. Are all people, white, black people, angels? No. Are all white people angels? No. Am I an angel? No. Have I been racist in the past? Yeah. And that is hard to say. Because you don't even know you're doing it. Sometimes you do. Because the truth is we were raised in different environments as as human beings. In my household, I was raised to respect everybody from the person that that pushes the broom to the CEO. And if the CEO thinks that they're better than anybody else, they got a problem. If you are surrounded by someone who is a CEO that does that delegates and doesn't get their hands dirty and doesn't pay attention to the social issues around the job, or the world they have reassessing to do and so do we every single day we have to reassess pay attention be aware and as I teach yoga that has 
come from an entirely different country and as a white person trying to chant and pronounce Sanskrit words in a white girl's voice with a predominantly white filled classroom. That is something that is also become has also become yes honey. This is the perfect Yes it is. We are becoming blind. We are becoming complacent. We're not realizing that, you know, we're creating we're creating this white society and and almost stealing the ideas of people of color. And we must give them credit. And this may cost us friends and this may cause people to to talk to talk negatively about you because they don't want to look at what something new might it might bring bring something up negative for them but we got to do it peace love happiness for all people all beings but black lives matter all lives matter but black lives fucking matter if all lives matter why is there a movement black lives matter because i don't care if it was one person two people or thousands of people we listen you can't say a damn thing you're white you're white you're white we are white we're white and that doesn't make us bad that is not what this is about being white is not a bad thing black people are not against white people some might be but that's their problem but that is not what this is about this is about us exploring something different this is 2020 20 this is the uprising this is the evolution this is the turning point and if we're not going to be a part of the turning point then we're part of the problem and if you don't give people the benefit of the doubt and and try to pay attention about what anti-racism is i feel sorry for you and i don't mean that in a shitty way i just mean that i'm interested to learn what i've been missing i'm interested to hear a black woman's perspective on the way that she feels because i don't know I don't know. And are black women going to be gentle with my ignorance? No, they're not. And oftentimes black women have not been gentle around white women. And there is a negative feeling in a lot of cases. And I have felt like This isn't about me. I just want to do better. And I want us all to understand one another. And if I need to be uncomfortable to try to understand what it is I am, the message is that I am being called to hear, 
I'm going to listen. And you can choose to listen or not. Thank you for listening to me. And I hope that the people that know me uh, can vibe with me and feel me and try to understand that I'm trying to understand and I'm trying to put in some work and that hopefully it inspires you to feel like maybe you might want to put in some work. So in closing, I made this because I want to use my platform for exactly what I've always used my platform for and that is to address things that need to be addressed and to be a social activist and try to understand my own faults and find some growth where I am stagnant and some understanding where I'm ignorant and try to do better. Maya Angelou said, once we know better, we do better. So now we're given the chance to know better. So now it's our turn to do better. Everyone, every single person, black, white, people of color. Thank you, and I hope you all have a wonderful weekend.